Hi everyone, this is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I've been a corporate flight attendant for over five and a half years, and I tell you the brutal, honest truth of this industry. This is episode 22. Wow, already. Thank you for the download. If you like this podcast, please give me five stars. And make sure to check out freespiritpodcast.com. You can support this podcast and purchase my digital products and services made specifically for being a corporate flight attendant. And if you're into the metaphysical and spiritual, check out my podcast, Two Inches Off the Ground, and you can always follow me at Two Inches Off the Ground. Today's topic is your first trip. This is inspired by helping a new corporate flight attendant this week. I just, I had a lot of nostalgia. It was fun. It brought me back to my first trip. I love seeing the excitement and the eagerness to learn. So today I'm going to do a brief overview of some important points. I cannot cover all the details and the nuances. This podcast would be, well, this episode would be going on for 10 hours. So we don't want to do that. So what I'm going to direct you toward if this subject resonates with you is my book, The Corporate Flight Attendant Book. It's available again on my website, freespiritpodcast.com. And I actually have a section in my book with this exact topic, but it goes through all the nuances. So definitely take a look at that. All right, so let's talk about your first trip. You will receive a call email or text that you need to answer ASAP. They're going to move on to the next person if they don't hear from you. And a lot of times you won't get a lot of information. You'll just say, the text will say departing at 10 a.m. and then when it returns, for example, the next day and possibly where it's going to if it does that. And so for the purposes of this topic, we're going to pretend it's a charter trip. So charter meaning the passengers rent the plane and you are signed up with either the charter company or a staffing agency and they just called you or texted you or emailed you for the trip and you said yes. So let's pretend it's going to leave 10 a.m. Monday. You are going to get a trip sheet. And on this trip sheet, it will have all the information you need. So meaning it will have the departure time, the arrival time, when you're departing again, when you're coming back home. It will have all the passenger preferences, the catering request, et cetera, et cetera. And I just want to say, though, that sometimes the preferences will come in a separate document or email. So watch out for that. And on the trip sheet, this is really important, look at the times because the times will say, for example, 10.00L, that means 10 a.m. local. Remember, you have to know aviation time. So if it's departing at 10 a.m. local and then it arrives at 1400 local, that's 2 p.m. local. So it's in the time zone you are in. With the preferences, a good example is, let's say, This charter company knows these passengers pretty well and the missus on this trip wants a glass of champagne because she's a nervous flyer right when she gets on. And this is common. I've seen this. So you have to make sure that you have that champagne, the one she likes, and you have to make sure to open the bottle right before she comes on and pour the champagne. There you go. Then what you're going to do is you're going to look at the catering and you're going to order from the aviation catering company. I'm sorry, my dog is in the background and I don't know what she's doing. We're having a lot of thunder and lightning storms, so she's a little, she's not happy right now. 
So anyway, <laughs> so you're going to order from the Aviation Catering Company. And I just want to say this next part of I am in service to you. Anyone who listens to my metaphysical podcast, you know I'm in service to you. I have a product on my website called CFA, Corporate Flight Attendant, LIS, L-I-S-T-S, Bundle. And in this, I have my email catering order. And I'm telling you guys, it took me a few years to get this down perfectly. I can now send it anywhere. I can send it to Europe. I can send it to Asia, wherever I want. And this is the best way to order catering. It's the most organized way. I go through what you should order, what you shouldn't order, how you should exactly phrase everything. And it's really important to know this so everyone understands you. And I just highly recommend it. So definitely take a look at that and see if that resonates with you. You're going to email the order and you're going to ask them to confirm the order and then you're going to wait for the confirmation and it should come soon within 5 to 15 minutes. If it doesn't, then what you're going to do is you're going to get on the phone and you're going to call them. Now sometimes I know some of these places it takes a little bit so sometimes I'll wait 30 minutes even up to an hour but for charter you're probably being called the day before maybe a couple days before so maybe 30 minutes at most to hear from them even if you get on the phone with them and you have a phone confirmation ask them to still give you the email confirmation because what happens is they switch shifts and you get a confirmation from Bobby saying oh yeah everything's great and then Rebecca's working the next day and she doesn't know who Bobby is and that can happen in some of these big companies so definitely get that email confirmation. I want you to go in with this really important mindset and that is the mindset that anything can change. Once you have accepted that trip all the way till when the trip ends, when you land, anything can change. This is why you need to know the company's cancellation policy. If the trip cancels within 24 hours, will you still be paid? With charter, they're getting very tricky about this and they have a lot of language you have to look at if it's anything with weather or if it's this or a mechanical issue you don't get paid and they're being very very tricky about this and I've I've noticed this a lot so make sure you know their cancellation policy if they don't give it to you up front ask for it in writing this is really important and don't be afraid to ask for it what else could happen mechanical issue weather it, with a mechanical issue, that means you're now switching the aircraft and the pilots that go along with that aircraft. So now you have completely new people. And it happens all the time. When I used to fly with, I think it was ExoJet, I mean, I never got the same set of pilots that were on the trip sheet originally. Never, never, because ExoJet's flying all over the world. You know, the FBO could change. It could be a change of airport. I've had that happen. Anything can change. And you just have to be ready for it. Be calm. It's okay. It's normal. You're going to do fine. Just be in the present moment and do what you can and talk to the pilot. Just do one thing at a time. And I want you to understand that you will be an expert at problem solving in the moment. That's what's great about this industry. You, after years of doing this, will be so calm. And now if I have to problem solve in the moment, it does not unnerve me like it used to. And the best example is look at your pilots. Pilots are amazing examples of how calm they are in the moment, right? Think about Sully Sullenberger. When you hear that recording, what happened with him, how calm was he? That's normal. That's pretty normal for a pilot. You can pretty much throw anything at them 
and it's all about being solutions based. It's not about panicking. It's not about saying, oh my God, how am I going to do this? You're not going to psych yourself out. You're just going to be calm and you're going to figure it out because you're smart. And if it turns into this sink or swim situation, great, be grateful because you're going to learn so much. And you heard that from my last episode about my first account. It was very sink or swim, but I appreciate it. And I appreciate it now because I learned so much and everything else after that was cake. Well, maybe not, but most things were cake. Let's put it that way. So you're departing at 10 a.m. local on Monday. You have six packs. That's what we call it in the business, P-A-X, or passengers. It's a five and a half hour flight to L.A. or Los Angeles. They've requested lunch. You've ordered lunch, so you're all good. Now, this gets really nuancy on serving and how to go through when you're on the plane, your first trip, but I do have this section in my book, as I just said. Take a look at episode 12, Galley Secrets and Tips. That's a really good episode for all these nuancy things of what to do when you first get on the plane. So the packs show up an hour early. Let's say they show up at 9 a.m., that's okay because you're going to be ready. You're going to be fine because you have gotten there ahead of time and you're good. And remember, as a new flight attendant, try to be ready at least 45 minutes early before departure because that will help you keep a peace of mind. If you can't, you can't. You know, shit happens. What are you going to do? If you're still getting ready and the packs show up an hour and a half, which I doubt they will, but if it happens an hour and a half early and they want on the plane, well, guess what? The pilots aren't going to be ready either. So, (laughs) you know, take your time. It's okay. I mean, be efficient, obviously, but, you know, it's okay. It's your first flight. You're going to be fine. Just take everything one moment at a time. And the pilots will look at you and they'll say, hey, are you ready? Are you ready for the passengers? And you can say, no, I need five more minutes. I would not say, no, I need another hour. (laughs) You have to quicken the pace a little bit, but, you know, you'll be fine. That's the whole point. But try to be ready early. And also just a little tip, don't listen to the pilots. A lot of the pilots will say to you, oh, these passengers, we know them. They're always late. And then they end up showing up an hour early. Just don't listen to that. Always be ready early. If you make a mistake in flight, Most people are nice. They're not going to care. As long as you apologize, if you have to, and you have a little smile, it's all good. I have done such dumb shit in flight. (laughs) I really have. And I have covered it up with a smile. I've gotten asked back. It's not a big deal. Nothing ever went back to the pilots. Nothing ever went back to the company because they don't care. They don't want to make a big deal out of it either. They want a nice flight. And I'm talking little things. I remember once... I spilled something small on this guy's shirt. I can't remember what it was, but it was, it wasn't a bad stain, but it was a little bit noticeable. And I told him, I said, listen, while we're on the ground, you know, if you want to give me your shirt, I will dry clean it. I will pay for it. He didn't care. He said, oh, don't even worry about it. I'm putting a jacket over it. I don't even notice it. So most people are cool. You know, you're pouring red wine and you spill a little bit on the table. You're fine. Just make sure you have a towel in your other hand and you can wipe it up really quickly. I remember once, oh, this, see, this is a good story. I remember once I did not secure something. I can't remember what it was. It was some type of food, and I thought it was secure and stowed away, and it wasn't. So this is a good lesson to always double-check things. And it went rolling down the aisle, and and it was kind of a lot. The passengers noticed, but the lead passenger did not notice. So it was fine. 
and I'm gonna be honest it left a little stain on the carpet but you know there's this cleaner you can use that they use on the um, they use on actually the glass it's a glass cleaner and if you put it on the carpet it takes out stains so don't do that the first thing just make sure you you know what the cleaner is it's this white bottle with green and ask the pilots about it before you start using it but you know that's what I had to do I had to do it in front of the passengers and I just had a smile on my face and laughed and they were cool they didn't care so it happens if you make a mistake which you most likely will not a big deal smile laugh to yourself I wouldn't laugh at the passenger but just smile at the passenger apologize and move past it and that's it by the way in the case of the rolling food I didn't even apologize I just cleaned it up and that was it it wasn't a big deal you also want to remember that you are serving the pilots as well right it's not you know you're going in there you're serving the passengers lunch and drinks and tending to them but you're also serving the pilots so when you get on the plane when you first get on the plane and they're starting the plane up ask them would you like some coffee because you just got coffee from the FBI would you like some coffee can I make you some coffee put bottles of water in their cup holders in the cockpit they'll love that so just make sure you're paying attention and if the mechanics there do that for the mechanic too would you like coffee would you like a bottle of water so just make sure the pilots are tended to also since you're newer things are gonna take a while right so let's say it's they showed up at 9 they showed up an hour early you're ready you're good they now want to eat lunch at 12 so around 11.30, you start getting things ready, right? You start folding your napkins, and you start getting your utensils ready and your placemats, and you look at the food again and blah, 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 blah. But you go up to the pilots and you say, listen, I'm probably going to be really busy for the next hour and a half serving these passengers. They have a lot of food, a lot of drinks. It's a lot to serve. So do you need anything right now? And they'll tell you if they do then throw them some lunch or do whatever they're usually very cool about that and if they know you're new they're usually really cool about that so you know just make sure you're tending to them as well and when you have a spare moment when the passengers are taken care of make sure the pilots get lunch too make sure you stow away everything at least 30 minutes before landing because you are a new flight attendant now if you tell another flight attendant this an experienced one and they say whoever told you that is crazy you only need to stow around 15 minutes before landing they are correct but you are a new flight attendant so make sure everything in the galley the cabin the lab everything is stowed away so nothing's going flying as you're landing and let's say the missus has her purse sitting on the ledge you politely go up to her and you say excuse me we're landing soon can I put your purse on the carpet on the floor and most likely they will say yes tray tables have to be up as well they have to be up and they have to be stowed away and if you have the mister for example who just wants to furiously type out this email and it's 30 minutes before landing that's fine you're not going to say anything to them until around 20 minutes before and you ask him politely would you please put up your tray table we're going to land in 20 minutes and he says yes to you but then he doesn't do it you come back five minutes later you're 15 minutes before landing he doesn't do it then you're a little firmer please put up your tray table we're landing in 15 minutes 
because at that point the pilots are landing the plane so you can't bring the pilots back there so you have to be a little firmer yourself but I guarantee you that's not going to happen they usually do it themselves they stow away everything themselves because they fly all the time and they know the drill so it's fine it's not a big deal but just in case and then when you land and you're oh, you take that breath of fresh air and you say I did it I survived I did a good job I maybe made a couple of mistakes but who cares I'm going to learn from them and I'm good you stand at the door and you say goodbye to the guests and you say have a nice day or night and that's it you do not try to engage with them anything just have a nice day have a nice night you go back you clean up the aircraft quickly and efficiently so after you leave the aircraft you could either go out to lunch let's say you're landing locally 12:30 locally right 12:30 p.m. the pilots want to go out to lunch you go out to lunch with them you don't ask to be taken to the hotel first as exhausted as you are you have to be a team player you have to be on your 100% best behavior because they're judging you every step of the way and you are a new flight attendant and you want a good reputation so be social they want to go out to lunch you go out to lunch and then you guys have five hours in the hotel by yourself obviously you have your own room the pilots have their own room and they want to meet for dinner you meet for dinner you have to do this as a newbie you know this is one of the things of the job so just be social you'll learn a lot from these pilots and going to lunch and dinner with them makes a huge deal because they get to know you they recommend you it's just the right path and guess what if they go to a place you don't like they go to a steakhouse and you're a vegetarian suck it up buttercup because that's the way it goes a lot of these pilots are big into the steakhouses and the hooters and the yeah I know you're you're going oh god yeah that is true so uh, <laughs> you know just deal with it it's all good so I hope I covered your first trip and just try to go over some of the important points that I was telling my friend the other day and I hope that you know you get your first trip soon and you're ready and definitely email me any questions and take a look at my book and take a look at the list bundle and the whole thing happy flying